Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges talks with Jason Latona, Chief for Specially Adapted Housing at the Department of Veterans Affairs in Washington, D.C. Chief Latona and his staff work to assist eligible veterans and service members to access the housing adaptation grants that veterans have earned to live more safely and independently. Eligibility could mean up to $100,100 in accessibility improvements to a veteran's residence. In this podcast, you'll hear about the levels of eligibility and how to file for assistance. Ensuring that eligible veterans have the freedom and safety to come and go from their homes is a minimum requirement for job completion, but there is so much more. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. And with every Veterans Corner Radio, we tell you right off the bat, be sure to have a paper and pencil ready, because there's surely going to be some phone numbers, websites, different addresses you're going to want to write down. And my guest has already been warned, when he gives a phone number, do it slowly and repeat it twice, because that way it gives my radio audience an opportunity to do it. Those of you who are listening on the podcast, you can always go back and get the podcast from the 100 shows we have in the library. But we're going to be talking about adaptive housing today. And with us, we have Jason Latona, Chief VA Adaptive Housing, and he prefers to be called Jay. So, Jay, thanks for coming on the show today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It's an honor to be on the show and uh, to speak to you and the listeners and talk a little bit about the Special Adaptive Housing Program. You know, I think the most important thing is to let people know what adaptive housing is. Many people, especially in the VA, they have no idea the wondrous things that they have, benefits they have coming to them. and they don't know what adaptive housing is. So can you give us a little sidelight on that? Oh, gladly. Yeah. The um, especially adapted housing program itself are, are benefits to provide physical adaptations to eligible veterans homes. That's what we do. And that's what the program's for. And we're talking about domiciles, places where they actually, it's their home you're talking about. It's their home, or it could be the home of a loved one as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's some pretty cool aspects to this program. I mean, overall, the intent is to provide a better quality of home life for severely disabled veterans through the SH program. However, you know, these benefits can take shape uniquely for each different situation. And we do our best to tailor the design features to meet individual needs. 
but we always try to maintain a minimum set of standards, what we call our minimum property requirements or MPRs. You know, for example, having a safe, barrier-free way to get in and out of a home. I mean, it seems pretty obvious when it comes down to it, but the average person sees the porch with a couple of stairs is often a huge obstacle. (laughs) Especially going up them. Absolutely right. Yeah. You know, having that, having the freedom and safety to come and go from your house is one of those minimum property requirements that we expect. And that's what's required at the end of each project. So, you know, veterans who qualify for one of our grants can get up to $101,000 this fiscal year to make modifications to their homes. What is some of the things you might do? Uh, A ramp, possibly? What are some of the other things you might do to a home? Well, you know, it's a great question depending on a a veteran's disability, they're going to have different needs. But primarily what we try to do is we try to improve the ingress and egress to make sure that veterans could get in and out safely. So that's going to include like widening the front door, making sure there's a zero threshold if the veteran uh, uses a wheelchair most of the time so they can get in and out of the house safely, making sure that a bathroom is fully accessible. And that usually means having a roll under vanity or a, a roll-in shower is one of I the most popular of adaptations. Oh, yeah. I mean, and these are also things that add value to the home. You know, that's another aspect of the program is you don't want to create a, a, a hospital room of your home. We want it to be a beautiful adaptation. And we will cl- work closely with uh, builders to try to make sure that happens. I live in a senior community. And certainly the things that you're talking about would add a lot of value to the houses. If they're done right. And the most important thing is, of course, once we're done, the, the space is usable. Um, you, can, you can have a beautiful change and do beautiful renovations and adaptations to your home. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, if you still can't get in and out of your home comfortably or have neighbors come over and spend time with you comfortably, then we kind of miss the mark. So we try to factor all those elements in during the planning phase. That's pretty tough. I mean, there's so many different disabilities so many things. You must have a wide range. Yeah, it, it really is kind of a la carte. We have uh, those minimum property requirements that, that I mentioned, and those are, you know, an accessible bathroom, making sure that the uh, hallways are, are wide enough um, and the doorways are wide enough. And then also ingress and egress, get out of the front door safely and get out of an alternative entry if needed as well. We try to make sure there's two entries to the home, but we also have a huge list of what we call our recommended adaptations. So a a veteran maybe who's dealing with blindness maybe doesn't need a giant roll-in shower. They have other specific needs. So, and this even includes things like energy backup. What if your house is hit by a storm and and some critical medical equipment is knocked out? Well, we can also provide a backup generator to your home as well. So it's a pretty exhaustive list that we try to provide. Is there somewhere someone can go to see that list or recommendations that you might have, or is it just individual? No, it's, they can definitely go, uh, you know, veterans can actually access our, our website and our homepage has a link for what we call our SAH handbook for design. It's a 60 page book that they can download and even wow. print out if they, if they'd like to, but they can download it from our website and, you know, it's so easy to get to our website, to our homepage. Basically, you're just going to go to the va.gov website. And up in the top right-hand corner, you're just going to type in SAH. And that'll bring you right to all the relevant pages about the Special Adapted Housing Program. Special Adaptive Housing. So SAH, that's all I have to put in? Yep, that's it. 
how does one qualify for this kind of benefit? This, to me, sounds really great, especially since I'm 100% and I wear braces on my legs. And they tell me someday I might be in a wheelchair. So right, right. what does one have to do in order to qualify for these kind of benefits? Right. That's a good question. And it's important to understand that eligibility for an SAH grant or any of the other adaptive grant programs within the VA begin with the specific nature and degree of service-connected disability ratings. And of course, that's determined by VBA's compensation service that doesn't take place within the SAH program. Right. It's also not strictly based on a percentage of your disability, but it's more about the specific type of disability. So a few examples would be, you know, for SAH, loss or loss of use of both legs or blindness in both eyes as a result of your service. There can so also be service-connected. Be service connected. Yes. The disability, the if, you're, if you're disabled, but it wasn't service-connected, then that doesn't work. Correct. Yeah. For the specially adapted housing, they do require service-connected disabilities. However, if you're eligible due to a service-connected disability, but you have another disability that's not service-connected, we can factor that into our adaptations as well because we want to deliver holistically. Uh, We want to make sure that we're improving the life of the veteran. Also, that we're actually assisting with whoever the caregiver may be. So we factor those items into what can be offered as an adaptation. I'll also say that there is a grant offered by the VA, and it's called the Home Improvement and Structural Alterations Grant, HISA. It's what we call it. That's actually managed by uh, Veterans Health Administration's prosthetics group, and that allows veterans to get up to $2,000 for adaptations, even if they have no service-connected disability. Oh. Yeah, but the SAH grant itself does require it's being uh, service-connected. By the way, I, I was going to point out, you keep using the word grants. These are not loans. These are straight out grants. Absolutely. There is no payback. There is no interest. This is not a loan that someone takes that they have to pay back. This is a grant that's awarded based upon eligibility and service-connected disabilities. So it does not have to be paid back. I think that's fantastic. No matter how you look at it, if the hearing goes and their hearing is bad from military, then there may be things you can do for that? If the veteran is rated for a grant, yes. Now, usually for the for the especially adapted housing grants, those that are eligible are usually eligible due to severe disabilities. So for instance, if someone loses hearing or has severe tinnitus, that type of thing, the best path for veterans like that who are looking for some kind of adaptations having to do with that will probably be the HISA grant because it doesn't require the same level of eligibility determination that SAH does. We used to be called the wheelchair accessibility grant is what they used to call it back in the day. But the point was it's larger structural adaptations that are required that usually qualify for the SAH grant. I noticed that there are more grants that are available. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's important. I think that I clarify that too. So we have the specially adapted housing grant which we call the SAH grant. And that's the one we've been just been discussing primarily that has a maximum amount of eligibility of a little over $101,000, you know, but there's a couple others that are associated grants that you should also know about. The special housing adaptation grant is known as SHA. And I know it's very close. We have (laughs) SAH, this one's SHA. And uh, this covers eligible veterans who have service-connected loss or loss of use of maybe both hands 
or have severe burns or certain respiratory breathing injuries, they would be eligible for this grant. The current grant amount for that grant is a little over $20,000. And SAH and SHA are when you own your own home. However, additionally, you know, if a veteran meets eligibility criteria for either one of those, SAH or SHA, there's also an additional grant program they could take advantage of if, for some reason, they're temporarily residing with a family member, as we okay. mentioned before. A lot of guys go home and live with their daughter or, or her son. Absolutely right. And that's called the Temporary Residence Adaptation Grant, or TRA is what we call it. So basically what we do is the TRA grant furnishes grant funds to adapt the family member's home to make needed changes in areas such as the entry or bathroom accessibility, that type of thing. TRA grants are a little less than the other grants. So for instance, in the case of SAH eligible veterans, that veteran can get up to $40,000, a little over $40,000. Some pretty healthy family members. Absolutely right. And if they're eligible for the, the smaller SHA grant, they can get a little over $7,000. But the cool thing about that is that if they use a temporary grant, let's say for $40,000, they still have their entire $101,000 left to use on their own home. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. Now, here's where the rubber meets the road. How do people apply for this? Where do they go? Right. It's, it's, it's not hard. The, the easiest way to submit an application for uh, any of the SH grants is to log into eBenefits or go to va.gov and just submit the application electronically. We have our application posted right there. eBenefits, va.gov. You know, we've got a lot of older in the meeting I spoke to this morning. We had two World War II vets. Neither one of them are competent to do that. Is there a way the VA can help them if they need a phone number or something to learn more about this? Oh, absolutely. You know, veterans can also, or caregivers and family members can also submit paper applications, which can be downloaded on our website as well. Also, if a veteran is working with, um, at a local VA medical center, the VA medical center can go ahead and submit the application for the veteran. Or if a veteran's working with a veteran service organization, whether it's VFW or any of our fantastic DOSO partners, DAV, they can actually submit the application on their behalf as well. Well, that's great. Here in Florida, where I'm located, every county has VSOs, veteran service officers, which is really great. And of course, we've got some pretty good DAV chapters. We're, we're blessed to be working with some fantastic veteran service organizations. Our local uh, DAV chapter up here is amazing and Paralyzed Veterans of America and Wounded Warriors. And these folks really have a heart for the mission and we just couldn't do it without them. We've got about a minute. Is there something I didn't ask you that you really want to get out? Well, I just think it's really important that your listeners know that these grants are out there and that it's not just these three SAH grants, the SAH, SHA, and the temporary grant. There's also that HISA grant through prosthetics that we talked about. That's offered through the local prosthetics offices in your VA medical center. They can tell you all about that. And then also there's another program from a program called Veteran Readiness and Employment that has independent living grants if they're needed as well. Wow. Um, And all this information can be found on VA.gov. VA.gov, though, has a ton of information in it, but it's not always that easy for some of my (laughs) folks to find. That's That's why we do these shows, because we break it down into bite-sized pieces. 
I've also got a phone number too. There's a, um, I'd hate to leave here without providing your listeners with a phone number. So I've got the phone number that goes directly to the loan guarantee service, which is where the SAH program. So the phone number to our program is 877-827-3702. And I'm going to repeat that again. It's it's 877-827-3702. And when you make that call, they're going to give you a few different options to go through. And you just select the option on your phone for specially adapted housing. And that'll point you to someone who can answer your questions. Our website is a great resource, but if you have additional questions regarding how to apply or eligibility requirements, that phone number will get to someone who can give you a hand. And on the web, va.gov, then go up in the corner in the search box, put in S-A-H, right? That's it. And I got that'll it bring memorized you to, now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it took me about a year, so you're ahead of me. My guest today has been Jason Latona, Chief VA Adaptive Housing. And I, I just tell you, your information has been tremendous. Thank you so much for coming on the program. We really appreciate taking time out of your busy day. I am sure you've helped a lot of people today. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bill Hodges. This has been Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you very soon again on Veterans Corner Radio. And again, Chief Latona, thank you so much for being on the show. It's an honor. Thank you. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.